0: You are locked on, Cougars. Welcome into a Monday edition of the podcast. A lot to get to like typical, a busy, busy weekend in BYU sports. Some disappointing news on the BYU football front and with regards to the bowl announcement for the BYU football program. We'll dig into what to expect from the Cougars as they get ready for the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. We'll talk about BYU basketball bouncing back on the road at Missouri State. And of course, we'll talk about Championship Monday. BYU women's soccer going for their first national championship in program History tonight in Santa Clara, California. We'll preview that matchup for you guys and also recap BYU women's volleyball dispatching at Utah to advance to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament. Like I said, a busy, busy monday on today's show and let's waste no more time and get into it a quick reminder for you guys that today's show is brought to you by our friends at sonos sonos is the official sponsor of espn's college football go to sonos.com to learn more all right let's have some fun this is the locked on cougars podcast for december 6th 2021 What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. And thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. First things first, apologies. My voice sounds a little wonky. I've been dealing with a head cold. It's kind of moved into my uh, chest cavity slash throat. Don't worry, I'm not positive for COVID or anything. I've been tested for all that jazz. But uh, nonetheless, apologies for my voice if it sounds a little off, uh, but it doesn't sound as bad as it did at one point during the weekend. Let's just put it that way. So I'll 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 spare you all the gory details, but thank you once again for taking some time to join us right here on your daily source for all things BYU news. Let's get going here today and talk some BYU football. Official announcement coming yesterday that BYU will play in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, and I have to say I am disappointed. I'll start right out. I won't bury the lead on this. I am disappointed that BYU got relegated to this game. It appears that BYU was I guess too much of a lure for the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl to pass up the opportunity to have what will be the highest-ranked team in the bowl's history to play there. The previous record was LSU in uh, 1997. I believe they were ranked 15th. Uh, the Cougars, by the way, getting dropped a spot when it comes to the college football playoff rankings with Utah jumping ahead of them head-to-head doesn't matter. There's so much just BS with regards to this college football playoff committee. Uh, Jeff Hanson with Wyanon. I, I I don't believe it's a, a cabal per se, but he's onto something here. There is some really, really shady stuff going on because if you're going to move Utah in front and the explanation given to, well, it's head-to-head matter. Well, Utah's a different team than they were now. No duh. Every team's a different team than when they played. But you said earlier this season that head-to-head mattered. Oh, wait, it didn't matter in the case of Michigan State and Michigan. Oh, now it doesn't matter for Utah and BYU. Oh, wait, we need to have higher ratings for the Rose Bowl, which is going to feature now a top 11 ranked Utah team hmm TV properties we're going to make sure we jack those up it's always been an invitational folks that's what it is it's a TV property ESPN owns it they want the highest ranked teams and the cultural playoff committee is simply their lackey to do their bidding so you know what You can be upset about it if you're a BYU fan. I'm upset as a BYU media member. I I think the BYU deserve better than what they got. This is an absolute slap in the face. This is a football program, speaking of BYU, that has gone 21-3 and over the past two years. They finished the season ranked 11th last year. They're probably going to finish the season ranked as high, if not higher than that, uh, once the bowl plays out, or if they don't lose. But the fact that they've been relegated to playing in the likes of the Boca Raton Bowl, and now they're playing in the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana... man, what a gut punch. If I'm Kalani Satake, if I'm any of the coaches inside that BYU locker room and the players inside the locker room, I'd be miffed absolutely I completely understand if they are lacking for a little bit of motivation going into this game now hopefully they can find uh, some way to salvage their pride and say okay you know what let's go lay a curb stomping to UAB because we just got stuck with the third best team in Conference USA in a bowl game are you bleeping kidding me let's go curb stomp these fools the fighting trog doors of UAB and let's send them home send them packing like we did to UCF last year that's what you got to do if you're BYU now Send a message to the rest of the college football universe saying, you know what? You can think that you're just going to downgrade our season and just kind of push us over into a corner here. Well, you know what? We're going to make a statement nonetheless. And I, I, this is probably part of me just feeling like a miserable because I don't feel haven't felt good all weekend. But just watching BYU get shoved off into a. Uh, meaningless exhibition against the third team out of the conference USA you couldn't get UTSA because conference USA rules allow the conference USA champion to pick the bowl game they're going to play in so uh, UTSA opted to play in the Frisco Bowl which is in their home state of Texas I can understand that but you can't even get Western Kentucky the second place team to play in this game against BYU what absolute piece of garbage is that man I I, I man I probably should re-record this podcast and sound like more of a professional, but I don't feel like sounding like a professional. This is dog crap. This is, it's unacceptable if you're BYU. The one thing about this is the good news on the horizon is the Big 12 is coming. When BYU goes 10-1 or 10-2 in and in a season in the Big 12, they can going be relegated to playing some dog crap bowl game in Shreveport, Louisiana. Nothing against the fine people of Shreveport, Louisiana, but are you kidding me? I just... There is so much wrong with BYU doing what they have done. This is a top 15 ranked team and they're being stuck in Shreveport, Louisiana to play a bowl game before Christmas. The only good news is the bowl game will be done before Christmas these players can go spend Christmas with their families. That is the positive news in all of this. The other thing that bugs me about this is the BYU, their relationship with the ESPN is actually both a blessing and a curse. ESPN, there are some people out there I saw on social media saying, well, this is why ESPN, they don't like BYU that much anymore? No, they actually Really value BYU. Let me be very clear about that. ESPN values BYU highly. The problem is they know that BYU can carry this dog crap Shreveport, Louisiana Independence Bowl because BYU fans show up in mass and they watch in mass and they're going to watch that game because UAB does not draw eyeballs. BYU will carry that bowl game. That's why ESPN decided, you know what, we're just going to stick with what we have. You're contracted to play in the Independence Bowl. Sorry, Tom Homo and company, this is what we're going to do. It sucks. I wish I could come on here and be sunshine and rainbows and make it sound like oh this is a big opportunity for BYU. No, it's an opportunity for BYU, but at the same time, I completely understand if any player, coach, administrator, etc. at BYU is feeling similar to myself and feeling like wow, that that really sucks. But this is one of the pitfalls of independence. The good news is is the Big 12 is on its way, and at that point, if BYU puts together a season like they've had the past two years, they're not going to be sent to Boca Raton, Florida, which, by the way, I went to that game. The f- weather in Florida was fantastic, and it was a decent enough bowl game. But Shreveport, Louisiana, sorry, that has no appeal to me. Um, you, your, your, your motivations may vary, and trust me, I, I know you guys all carry different motivations when it comes to your BYU fandom and all that stuff, but... Shreveport, Louisiana does nothing for me. BYU was contracted to play in that bowl game, and ESPN said, you know what? We're going to stick with the status quo, and that sucks because they know that BYU fans are going to show up in droves down there in Shreveport, Louisiana. They're also going to watch it in droves on ABC on December 18th. was it? Uh, 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time? Yeah, 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time. It sucks. <laughs> Utah State gets to go to the LA Bowl, to get to Los Angeles and play in Inglewood and play in a really, really nice stadium. Utah's going to the Rose Bowl. Man, BYU, a 10-2 record. <laughs> Jeez. Like I said, I probably should record this entire thing over again, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to post it as is. This is frankly how I feel. I, I feel like BYU got kicked in the boys. That's it. And this is one of the pitfalls of independence big 12 membership cannot get here soon enough i would love nothing more than to see byu be a member of the big 12 in 2022 but that's not going to happen going to take till 2023 and if byu wins another 10 games next year and gets relegated to some other bowl game like this one i, I don't even know what they're contracted for i don't even care to look it up right now <sighs> man Talk about if you have 30 wins in three seasons and you've played in the likes of the Boca Raton Bowl, now the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana, and let's say next year you get to go to the Arizona Bowl. Great. Whatever. So I hope that BYU, their players, their coaches can find a little more motivation than I can find because uh, I'm lacking today. I'm, I'm, uh, and part of it is I'm not feeling well. I get that, but still. This is an absolute gut punch if you're BYU football. All right, so we'll just leave that there. We'll, we'll talk more about UAB, who they are. We'll talk about the bowl game at some point here as we continue to get you ready for it. We're two weeks away now, so... We'll have comments. Uh, Kalani Sitake is supposed to address the media on uh, today, Monday, this morning, 1030 a.m. Mountain Time. Players are also supposed to speak to the media. We'll get you some of those comments on tomorrow's podcast. But let's talk about more positive things coming up next. Let's talk about BYU basketball, BYU soccer, BYU volleyball. Big weekends for all those sports. We'll talk about all those coming up in just a second. First, though, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy, and if you guys are a daily fantasy player, this is the site to be at. They offer the more college football props than anybody else in the world, and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you may not have ever heard of. They offer any prop you can think of for all of these players, and all you do is you pick two to five players and the over/under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times back on any entry, and it's just you versus the numbers. You're not playing against other people. It's really, really simple. What I love about it is you can make your entries in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals, and the best part is you can have mixed sport entries as well. If you want to venture over into the NBA or NFL realm, you can do that as well. Get to prizepix.com or go to their mobile app and download it in your app store and get started there. While you're there, you can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 just by using the promo code locked on when you make that deposit. Yes, a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use that promo code locked on. So don't hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com. And use the promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by our friends over at All Guard Pest Control. If you guys are in need of pest control services, whether they're residential or commercial, there's one place to go, and that's our friends at All Guard Pest Control. It's a local company based in Utah County, but they're capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front Corridor. They're even happy to come out to you if you're in Twilla or the Wasatch County areas. What's up, Heber? What's up, Park City? They're happy to take care of you out there as well. The best part about All Guard is they got the manpower, the expertise, and just the overall know how to handle any and all situation that you throw at them. I can speak to it because they've been taking care of my home for the better part of three years now, and I have thrown multiple situations at them. I had a mice problem for, for a little while there, I've had ant problems, wasp problems in the summer all of them handled professionally, quickly, and the best part is I have not seen a recurrence of those issues to date. That's the mark of a good company. Their online reviews are absolutely phenomenal. I'm not the only one who is crowing about how good All Guard Pest Control is, so feel free to reach out to them if you need their services, 801-851-1812 is their phone number, 801-851-1812, or you can go to their website, allguardpestcontrols.com. That's allguardpestcontrols with an S.com. Or once again, call them 801 851 1812. Tell Seth and the team that Jake Hatch and Locked On Cougar sent you when you give them that call. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Appreciate you guys taking the time here and let's talk some BYU basketball. The 12th ranked Cougars, they went to Springfield, Missouri and found themselves in a little bit of a dogfight late in this game against the Missouri State Bears. But the good news was BYU found a way yet again to win a game that many people, yours truly included, were terrified they would go and lose. This is a BYU team that is lacking on bodies right now. Health has not been on their side, obviously. They're dealing with some uh, illness issues. Obviously, Gideon George was not available for this game after missing the UVU game. The hope is that BYU can continue to reinvent themselves because we saw them once again reinvent themselves, going with a small ball lineup for long stretches of this game, and it actually worked. Uh, BYU built up as big as a was it a 14-point lead. Yeah, 41-27 to 27 was the high in this game. And the good news is, BYU saw that lead whittled all the way down to sixty three to sixty two. Uh, Gage Patterson, I believe, was was that who was that tied the bucket to give gage prim excuse me not Gage Patterson gage prim scored the bucket to pull Missouri State within one but then BYU got a seven nothing burst made it an ultimately 10 to two run and the Cougars ground out yet another victory and I am very impressed with the tenacity just the overall want to from this BYU team Alex Barcelo led the way once again 21 points T John Lucas by the way what a find this young man has been for the BYU basketball basketball program. He has been absolutely stellar. He makes clutch baskets, just makes winning plays for BYU. He added 17 points and BYU pulled away. For that seventy-four to sixty-eight victory, Cougars are now seven and one. They salvage a little bit. Obviously, we'll find out today where they will land in the top twenty-five poll after suffering their first loss earlier in the week to UVU. I expect they're probably on the wrong side of number fifteen. I think they'll probably drop into that seventeen to twenty range after the loss to UVU. But we'll wait and see what the poll is, and we'll talk about that on tomorrow's show. But the nice part was, is yet again going back to this point, BYU has found yet another way to win games they are currently paper thin along their front line I'm I'm terrified of it I still am terrified of it I'm actually more afraid of it going into a matchup with a very physical Utah State team this coming Wednesday night at the Marriott Center a guy like Justin Bean has got to absolutely be licking his chops going up against what is expected to be some young BYU big men in Atiki Ali Atiki as well as Fusini Traore But BYU went up against a very high-powered Missouri State team and did what they needed to do to win the game that's the one thing about Mark Pope's teams recently is kind of the the want to of these teams. They will not be denied. And that's actually a really, really admirable quality to have as a B, as a basketball program, not just a BYU basketball program, just to have as a basketball program is that no matter what the odds are seemingly against you, BYU dealing with injuries, illness, there are all kinds of things going against them. They easily could have said, you know what, we're going to fold up shop, we'll come back home and see what we can do against Utah State. But they didn't do that they hung tough and that is actually a really cool hallmark of byu as a program is that mark pope does not allow his guys to get down on themselves he is an effervescent personality any of you who've heard him speak to the media you've heard him on his coaches shows or you've talked to him personally you know how positive a guy this is and i think he uh injects that enthusiasm that just overall love of life and the the, the stick to i guess is an, another way to put it to to his teams that they just go out there and say okay well we don't have x guy or this we don't have that we have that going against us okay no matter we'll just find a way to make do and get through it it's a really really admirable quality to have if you're a byu basketball program, and I'm actually really, really impressed with what they did. I also got to give a shout out to the BYU women's basketball program. They went to Salt Lake City, faced off of a very tough opponent in the University of Utah in their annual rivalry game, and they win that game 85-80. to Both of these teams, speaking of the BYU men's and women's basketball programs, they're off to stellar starts this season. Are they perfect starts? No, but they just continue to find ways to get things done. Paisley Johnson-Harding leading the women's team with 33 points, a career high for her. Really, really good to see both of these basketball programs rolling. I expected that the women's team actually might be ranked higher than the men's team when the polls come out in both the men's and women's AP Top 25, but we'll discuss that on tomorrow's podcast, as I mentioned. But... This is a really, really fun time to be a BYU fan. The disappointment of BYU football's bowl game notwithstanding, there's a lot of good things happening for BYU fans. And if you're just a basketball guy or if you're just a football guy, yeah, okay, in a microcosm, yeah, I can understand why you'd separate things. But I think the BYU fans, and correct me if I'm wrong here, if you guys want to reach out, I'd love to hear from you guys on this. I think, by and large, BYU fans, you guys are fans of BYU as a whole. It doesn't matter the sport, per se. You guys will support them. You probably have your favorites. Of course, I am partial to college football. It's always been the sport that I have favored. But I also like college basketball quite a bit. I've actually become a big fan of women's soccer in recent months, especially with this run that the BYU Women's Soccer Program has put on. They're playing for the national championship tonight. Uh, Women's soccer... It's actually a really, really high quality product, especially the way that BYU plays it. So you may have your favorites, but I think by and large, BYU fans, you guys are fans of BYU first and foremost, and then it kind of delineates from there which teams you favor. I think that if BYU were playing for a national championship in Tiddlywinks, BYU fans would show up in droves to support that BYU Tiddlywinks team. Uh, That's truly what I believe about the BYU fan base, Cougar Nation as a whole. Correct me if I'm wrong, wrong. excuse me, but I think that's where uh, most BYU fans lie. You guys just, you support the Cougars first and foremost, and then inside of that, obviously, you're a football fan or you're a basketball junkie or you like volleyball, no matter what it is. I think BYU fans, you guys are just big fans of the Cougars as a whole, and that's a really, really cool thing, I think, as a fan base. There are a lot of fan bases out there that latch on to one program inside of an athletic department, and that's all they really go for. But Maybe I'm wrong about that. I'd love to do some market research on that, but just my experience with BYU watching them over the years, covering them for the past decade-plus professionally, it's kind of my assessment is that Cougar Nation, you guys are fans of the Cougars overall, and then, yeah, it kind of breaks down from there. But... Correct me if I'm wrong, but a nice win all the same. Nice wins all the same for the basketball programs for BYU. We'll recap more of the weekend here in just a moment. Talk about women's soccer. They're thrilling overtime or a shootout victory over Santa Clara. They're getting ready for the national title. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about BYU women's volleyball. They are now 30 wins on the season absolutely dominant dominant run for them we'll talk about all of that in just a moment today's show is brought to you by our friends over at bet online they have had you covered all season long with more props odds and lines than ever before and football season is only getting hotter as we get the march towards the playoffs bet online remains the number one spot for all the sports action this season head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit just use our promo code locked on to receive receive that bonus from basketball to football to the nhl hockey boxing no matter what your boxing boxing and ufc i probably should read the copy right write down to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports so take advantage of that promo bonus locked on for a 50 welcome bonus with your first deposit it's all available at betonline.ag where the game starts. One more time out on today's show to talk about our friends over at Built Bar. This holiday season, my friends, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. That's our friends at Built Bar. They're filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in 100% chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. The best part is Always high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. They're both delicious and they're healthy. They have so many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry barcia or double chocolate cookies, cr- cookies and cream, or the peanut butter brownie? By the way, the peanut butter brownie. What an incredible bar that is! The best part about it, Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all of the holiday shoppers out there. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw it in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. And the best part about this, folks, Built Bars make incredible stocking stuffers. Uh, my wife asked me what I wanted for Christmas. Said, "Hey, you can load up some extra Built Bars in my stocking." I'm a huge fan of them. I have spoken to them. That they have been a big part of the weight loss journey that I have been on. I want you guys to give them a shot as well because as we mentioned earlier on, they're both healthy and they're delicious. The best part about it, you also can support BYU football by supporting our friends at Built Bars. They have a name, image, and likeness agreement with all BYU football players. So when you support our friends at Built Bar, you're supporting BYU football as well. Get to Built.com, place your order now, and we'll save you some coin as well. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order. And as I mentioned, you can support both BYU football and Locked On Cougars by supporting our friends at Built Bar. All right, before we go on this Monday edition of the show, let's talk about the BYU women's soccer program, the number four seed BYU women's team. They've advanced to their first ever championship game and its first ever NCAA College Cup appearance after beating defending champion Santa Clara 3-2 to two on penalty kicks after a nil-nil scoreline through regulation in two overtime periods that happened Friday night. Absolutely incredible to watch BYU women's soccer do this. They will now face number one seed Florida State tonight. Last year's College Cup runners up uh, takes place tonight at 5 o'clock Pacific time, 6 o'clock Mountain time. You can watch it on ESPNU. I'd absolutely encourage you guys take advantage of the opportunity to cheer on the Cougars as they go for their first national championship. I'll be rooting for them. I absolutely think the BYU was the better team Friday night. Santa Clara, for long stretches of this, and I I'm a soccer fan. I've watched it for a number of years now. The The thing about Santa Clara is they were playing not to lose. They just wanted to sit back and kind of absorb what BYU was doing. And that's what they did. But BYU prevailed in overtime. And then in penalty kicks, uh, BYU missed their first two. And that was not good. Because uh, when you go down 0-2 on penalty kicks, a lot of the metrics say that you're probably in deep trouble. But the good news was that BYU dug deep. Cassidy Smith stepped up big. And by the way, I think the biggest thing about showed how much BYU was locked into this game was that Cassidy Smith, after the Santa Clara player, missed uh, the final PK. She shot it wide right. Cassidy Smith was just celebrating like as if she'd made a decent, like, okay, sweet, we got an opportunity here. But they missed that final attempt. And Cassidy Smith doesn't realize just that the match is over. BYU has won until her teammates are absolutely just tearing down the field to celebrate with her. That's how locked in she was in that moment. That spoke, I felt like, to everything this BYU women's soccer program has done so far this year. This is a program who has had high High levels of success. They have played in multiple NCAA tournaments, but this team, I don't know how to describe it. They've just got a different feel to them. They feel like they've got a different edge to themselves. Obviously, their toughest uh, date uh, to date, I guess, toughest test to date is what I'm trying to say, will be this matchup with number one seed Florida State. It's a high level program. The Seminoles and the Cougars have never squared off before. Uh, This will be the first time they're going to do it in a national championship bout. Man, This is a BYU team that I feel like will not be denied. And I would love nothing more than to come on tomorrow and to celebrate as a soccer podcast BYU Women's Soccer winning their first national championship. You can guarantee I will be sitting front and center on my couch watching this match tonight. Looking forward to seeing how the Women's Soccer program does because they have accomplished so much this year. It should not stop here. I hope that they can bring home that national title and obviously hoist the hardware and come back to Provo to a hero's welcome. Will they get the same type of welcome that a football program or a men's or women's basketball program might get i hope they would because they deserve it what an incredible run they've enjoyed and hopefully they will continue to do it uh one thing by the way i wanted to give a special shout out i didn't find the correct name here uh late in this game there's actually an the overtime period uh santa clara had a golden opportunity to score a uh to to score and they it was a header it was uh, taken to the far post and Cassidy Smith was beat it looked like a uh, Leveni Vaca that's who it was she headed the ball away what a game saving play there were so many in this match I felt like the BYU came so close they ricocheted off the frame in the first overtime period which would have won it it was a sudden death overtime period the hope is tonight BYU's attack can really get going they can go out score a couple of goals and obviously celebrate a national title but We'll see how it all plays out. 6 o'clock Mountain Time on ESPNU if you want to watch it. Or if you happen to be in the Bay Area, make the drive to Santa Clara. Go support the Cougars and make this a home match. Southfield has been a bastion for BYU women's soccer for years. Make Make it Southfield West if you get what I'm talking about. Make it feel like they're playing at home in front of their home fans. There was a good contingent of BYU fans there on Saturday evening. Let's make it a home field match or home match for BYU as they take on Florida State. And by the way, if you are looking for a place to watch it, you can go watch it at the Marriott Center. They're going to host a watch party. Doors will open at 5.15 Mountain Time. The game starts at 6 o'clock and those attending are welcome to bring your own food and drink into the arena to watch the Cougars in action. One. Final note before we go here is congratulations to the BYU Women's Volleyball Program. They overpowered Boise State on Friday night before beating Utah in four sets on Saturday night for their 30th win of the season and advancing to the Sweet 16, the 11th seeded BYU Women's Volleyball Program. Got a really stiff test because Utah won the first set of this and it seemed like, okay, wow, this is a little different. BYU lost that set 25-17, but then they bounced back with wins of 25-22, 25-23, 25 20 in the second round of the NCAA tournament to make it their ninth Sweet 16 appearance in 10 seasons. Hopefully, this run is going to continue. BYU had a really, really, really uh, good showing all season long. They've won 30 games all year long. I've got no reason to think that they will not continue to do this, but hey... You just got to go out and take care of business. They are now headed to the regional semifinals in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They will take on six-seed Purdue at Mackey Arena this Thursday, December 9th in the semifinals out there in Steel Town, Steeler Town in Pittsburgh, but we'll be rooting on the Cougars from afar as they take on Purdue. All right, that is going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. Once again, thank you for dealing with my voice and my very um, unfiltered thoughts today, but nonetheless, I just had to get it off my chest. Some have been thinking about all day when I was sitting down to record this. And you know what? I'm just going to go with it. We're just going to kind of roll with this. Not going to try and spit sunshine and fart rainbows and all that stuff. Sometimes things suck. And BYU's bull situation, yeah, it it's not fair. Simply put. All right, so anyways, thank you for your support of the podcast. As always, feel free to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Search out Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed, you can find me at Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, you can email the show anytime you guys want. Locked on BYU at gmail.com is the email address. And until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day and thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Now make locked on Big Twelve your second listen. Get caught up on everything going on in the Big Twelve Conference with Josh Neighbors or your friend in 30 minutes or less it is free and available on all podcasting platforms just like this one all right that'll do it have a good one this has been the locked on cougars podcast for december 6th 2021 and we will catch you guys manana